You know, it seems like in today's world, you listen to participation trophy politics, you never know what I'll be thinking. But I'm trying to think of ways to make America better. And one thing I think we've lost is the reason we have everything done for us so quick is technology. And back in the day, we used to have to use imagination. We used to have to use some foresight. We used to have to think. And we don't do enough thinking. So this is one of the reasons that I would like to see a growth in masturbation. I think masturbation is actually a way to stimulate your mind and actually get some progressive thinking in your head. And I don't think we do enough of that as Americans today. When you're looking at masturbation, you say, oh, you know, you lay down in the bed if you're a male and you pull out your junk and you put your junk in your hand and your, your, your mind is thinking of pleasurable thoughts, right? So you're using your mind as your hand is stroking your genital area. But it's a, it's a development of the mind. If you don't have your mind thinking of sexy thoughts and sexy situations and sort of the situations where you find pleasurable, at the end of this experience, you're just going to have a rash and it's just going to hurt. But you want pleasure. And I think that masturbation is not something that should be shunned. It should be exercised by Americans. So you can grow your mind. You can grow your thoughts. I love listening to radio. In radio, people have to describe thoroughly what's happening in situations because you have no visuals. It's the same with masturbation. There is no visuals. It's just you and your hand and your mind has to do the work of a woman or man, depending on what sex that you prefer. So if you like a woman and you have thoughts of a beautiful woman doing pleasurable things to you, it's, a, it's definitely masturbation at its best. And it's also development of your mind and getting great skills that will make you succeed in life and think inside the box at the moment, but outside the box in general. So I find masturbation very important for Americans. And I want you guys to actually go out there and masturbate as often as you can and keep your mind working. It'll keep you young. It'll keep you growing as a human being. You know, even when you get older, in your 50s, your 60s, and 70s, I believe masturbation will keep you young and keep your mind moving. So absolutely, you have to masturbate often to keep the mind working. It's not for your pleasure, or it could be, and, and get the whole ball of wax. But what I'm talking about here is absolutely developing your mind. It's Participation Trophy Politics. My name's Tony Sincata, and yes, we are going to go on record at Participation Trophy Politics as pro-masturbation.
you're up next. Go get it done. Driving around the city of Jacksonville, Florida, my name is Tony Sincata, and we're absolutely getting it done. As you see, everybody coming home from work, the tensions are running high for the people. Everybody's driving, and they're at wit's end, and yet we got these little guys in spandex, in bright colors, with a little helmet on, riding in bike paths. And every single one of you people out there want to trust your government. You want your government to take care of you. Your government is trying to kill you. Who the hell put the bike paths in the street? First of all, here's your public service announcement. If you're going to ride your bike, in which I truly recommend, it's great exercise. I read somewhere that two revolutions on a bike is equal to one sit-up. So get out there, get it done. But forget the bike path, man. They are truly trying to kill you. I think we have 365 million people in America, and those are the ones we count. Never mind all the other people... That we haven't count, we haven't found. We got the census coming up in 2020, though, so make sure you fill out your forms, people. And we put this bike path out here, right? They're trying to kill you. You're gonna drive in the street, right? Where people are texting, people put on their makeup. I see people recording video shows now in their cars driving. Hey, this is John Juan driving, and I've got a puppet next to me. Look at my puppet. Yeah. Well, you're in the bike lane trying to get down to uh, Main Street in eight minutes because yesterday you did it in nine minutes, and you got this jack-off driving his car playing with his puppet. And then everybody has emotional support animals. So two things can go wrong here. One, you get the emotional support animal on your lap. And all of a sudden, Fido. Is his name Fido? Fido! (coughs) All of a sudden jerks the wheel and takes you off the bike path in the next week. And you don't recover, man. And you don't recover. Nobody's going to put the guy in jail because Fido took the wheel. He thought he was a little Carrie Underwood. Said Jesus took the wheel. Jesus was the gardener of Carrie Underwood. Fido was the dog on the lap of the driver. And take you out. Don't ride in bike paths, people. It's the government trying to kill you slowly. Do not get in the bike path. Please. Do not get in the bike path. I mean, people die all the time, and it's a fact of life. We're all going to live. We're all going to die. But dying in spandex, it might have that bike seat that hurts your ass in your ass, is not the way to go. We should all have dignity in our lives, and out of the worst hour, I don't want you in spandex, purple, with your little bike hat, 
in a small bike seat in Uranus. No, that's not the way to go. So I'm telling you right now, fight the government. We want small government. We don't want a government that kills people with the great idea of a bike path. This is Tony Sincata. You'll listen to Participation Trophy Politics. Eliminate bike paths in America. God damn it, they put the bike path, right? In the middle of the road. You got two lanes. You got the bike path, and then there's a lane to turn right. You're in the road. You're going to get killed. Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I'll tell you what, 2016, the people elected Donald Trump President of the United States. They elected Donald Trump President of the United States because people were sick of politicians. You know who's only worse, the only worse than politicians are fake politicians. That's right, fake politicians. And every one of you, not every one of you, but a few of you, a good majority of you, are ruled every single day by a fake politician. That's right. Every one of you people out there that are in a homeowners association, right? Homeowner associations have to be. The worst thing in the world. And we all are part of them. We're all in them. And who's the HOA president? You know what he is like. He's like that guy. That's never been in charge of anything in his life. And all of a sudden he's got a few friends in the neighborhood. And he's probably lived there the longest. So he feels entitled to the job. And none of you people give a shit about the job. You have a job. You have a family. You have a life. So you let the homeowners association president get elected, get reelected. You don't even know when the hell the election is. You've never even been to a board meeting. And I'm telling you right now, these are the people we got to watch out for. And why do we even need the homeowners association, people? Like, you got a neighbor that's not cutting his grass, and he's making the neighborhood look sketch and look trashy. Why can't you knock at the neighbor's door and say, hey, Mr. Neighbor, I noticed you haven't cut your grass in a while. I noticed maybe some varmint running around. In your lawn. Do you need some help? Have you been sick? Are you ill? Can't afford a lawnmower? And help the guy out. Or offer to help the guy out. See what comes of it. But nobody helps their neighbor. Nobody even knows who their neighbor is. So the HOA president was born. And now the HOA president is the big man on campus. He's that guy. He's got the wife at home that tells him, Oh, you forgot the garbage again. Oh, you're such an idiot. You can't put the 
dishes in the dishwasher. What's wrong with you? And now, he gets to tune off his wife, not even think about her. Because he's the big man on campus. He's the HOA president. And we've made this guy the most powerful man in the world. He comes home and goes, honey, did you see Betty's a purple, purple, I believe she calls them window dressings. They don't conform to the community's high standards. So, we will be telling Becky that they have to be blue, green, or red. How do you like that, honey? How do you like that? Becky's going to have to have a painter. And this guy's getting off on that. If we put this man in power, we put this man in power, and he's also making sure the general areas have their lawn cut and look nice and pretty. You know why? Because he can give his cousin Billy... $2,000 $2,000 a month to do it out of the community's money and he gets a little kickback from Cousin Billy. Gets a little kickback. So every time you complain about your senator, your congressman, your councilman, you got your own little Nazi running your HOA community and you've empowered them because you guys couldn't get together and fix a pothole. Put these HOA people out of business. This is the United States of America. We can work with our neighbors and be one. Stay tuned for more Participation Trophy Politics. Welcome to Participation Trophy Politics. My name is Tony Sincata, and I hope you like the new setup. I drive around, man, and I observe people, and I talk about things happening in the world today that's affecting all of us. Some of us are soft out there. Some of us are tough-minded, and it seems like we can't all get along. And I got to tell you, Facebook has changed the way we live. And one of the things it's done is these community pages for the community where you live. So I live in an area called Bottom Springs. So Bottom Springs, they have a community Facebook page. And I got to be honest, people. When I read some of these posts, There are times I say, man, it's kind of embarrassing to live here. It's a nice area, and I love it. But people are crazy at times. People are insane. So the craziest thing now out there that you got to be careful about is doorbell cameras, people. Doorbell cameras. I seen this lady put on her pics, put on her Facebook page, 
I had kids ring my bell and took off. Are these your kids? Get them to stop. Alright. So three kids rang your bell and took off. They laughed their ass off. It's part of being a teenager, part of growing up. We did it. Is it a nuisance? Absolutely. Could you have a kid sleeping? Absolutely. If it happens one time, do we really need to turn the community and get a whole police force out there over the doorbell rang? I mean, come on, man. We growing up, we had crazy things we did. Can you imagine if there was doorbell cams? And the other thing is, people get out there all the time. Says, I got up today and I found shit on my lawn. The guy that's walking his dog up the street before 7 a.m. in the morning, pick up your dog shit. <coughs> well, then the next stage comes, right? And we get the video. We say, show us the video because they say they have a video of it. We never see the video of the dog actually shitting on the yard. What we see is a guy walking his dog and looking at the yard. The dog never squats and takes his shit. Yet you're putting this guy on full blast. Let's just take the, for instance, if the guy did shit on the lawn, what are we going to do? Are we going to put him away forever? Or do we charge him with a misdemeanor? We put him a public record? Because his dog took a poop on your lawn? I mean, if that's the worst thing that happened to you today, you had a pretty good day. You know, there used to be a wise thing that when a bird would shit on you, you'd be lucky. I don't think it's lucky at all to get birds shit on you. It's sticky, it's hot, it's gross. So why don't we just change things? If you wake up and there's dog shit on your lawn, you're lucky. It makes no sense. Just like the rabbit's foot. It's lucky. Who said it was lucky? So let's go with the dog shitting on the lawn is lucky. And then let's embrace it, people. Because you know what? You worry about shit that is so insignificant in life. And you make a mountain out of a molehill. Have you heard that saying before? You make a mountain over a molehill. The dog shit on your lawn. If you've done it once, you know what? And it's always you, 70-year-old people complaining and bitching. And you haven't been outside in 10 friggin' years. But that piece of shit on your lawn is really going to interrupt your day. It's Tony Sincata. And you're listening to Participation Trophy Politics where we're getting down to the stuff that really matters. None of this Joe Biden, Donald Trump, we got people pooping on the lawn. Stay tuned for more on Participation Trophy Politics. Shutting in the street, you gotta take on the world.
driving in the car. You gotta turn this thing up, right? If you're not turning this up, you're dead, man. You're dead. Cash it in. Buy a casket. Yeah, so you're driving around. The only problem is, sometimes when you get a little excited, you drive a little faster. If you had a couple drinks, you don't want to be listening to this song because you might get pulled over. Bobbing my head up and down every once in a while, shake my fist. And if I get to a traffic light, I'm gonna look pretty ridiculous. But it's Queen, it's We Will Rock You. Everybody understands because everybody does it. Stay young, turn up the song, kill the Queen. We will rock you and rock out. You gotta rock out when it's there, man. It's there. We are the champions. A good segue in the song, right? The second part, but you know you can turn it down when that comes on. You can turn it down there. You can act like a human. But we will rock you. You turn that thing up and you go a little wild. Tony Sicada, participation trophy, politics. <laughs> 